0: This is the Weekly
1: Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one, or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's
0: right. It's time for the weekly scramble. My name is Chris Reavers by my side. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Revers? I am doing fantastic, minus allergy season. But you I like think I can. Uh, no, not at it all. It
1: seems like a, it, it, we're getting a lot of COVID allergy crossovers. So I've met many, many people that I know are saying, oh, it's allergies. And then a couple of days later, they're like, oops, it wasn't allergies. So can I share a quick story sure. with you?
0: I'm I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Um, How should I phrase this? Saturday, Mm -hmm. I was at an establishment. Okay. I had a I had a meeting, and then I had to run a couple of errands afterwards. On my way home, I stopped in uh, to get you know gas, grab grab a snack, and grab something to drink. And it was you know I I was starting to sound like this. Okay. And I sneezed really loud as I was in line, and the lady in front of me turned around and yelled at me and said if you are sick you should not be at a place like this and i wasn't anywhere near where i live sure so i just kind of assessed and thought should i say something cuz i guess yeah. technically i'm a public figure yeah you don't and want I said, somebody should to i recognize say something you? or should i not say something in that brief half second of thought i went thank you for the advice yeah thank you no and i said thank you for the advice it wasn't asked for And I just smiled. Oh really? Oh yeah. Because I just thought it's allergies, not COVID. You psychopaths. Yes. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yes, I agree with you. You If I I was sick, but Um, I just thought I am, and that's the part of the pandemic that we've been battling for two years that has literally driven me insane. It's the amount of people that are so willing and comfortable to tell other people how to live their lives.
1: You know what? There's that. Adage, and, and I'm 100% for this, right? I would never hit a woman, right? I would, I, I would never hit a woman, right? Yes, I, I would hope I, not. Well, I mean, there's there situations like if I saw a woman uh, you know, drowning a puppy like, I might hit that woman to stop her from drowning. I mean, there's sure. situations you would, where you'd have you to would do try it. to intervene. I, right, I, I'd, I'd yeah. do something to intervene. Right. But I, I um, am a recent convert to TikTok, right? So you see a lot of these Karens. You are, by the way. Yeah, you know, I, I am. I've gone on to TikTok. I've pretty much forgotten all other social media besides TikTok because it feeds me like little 13-second clips. It's starting to understand who I am now, so it does like a bunch of like woodworking stuff and, and redoing of car stuff. It's, it's getting to what I like, right? But there's a lot of Karen stories, like a Karen where a woman's just losing her mind mm-hmm. on a group of guys. I'm like, huh, I wonder when there's going to come a day where someone says, lady, you think you can talk to me that way, but I'm the kind of guy, not me, but the person in this video, mm-hmm. who says, The Watch. proverbial
0: me. Yeah, the yeah.
1: proverbial, and I'm just going to knock your block off, and then you're going to think, huh, maybe I shouldn't do that to people. Because it is, and again, I'm not advocating that anybody does that. Of course that. not. But if a woman's standing there screaming in a guy's face and swinging at him, I think there's going to come a day where the guys going to say, "Okay, I'm not doing this anymore." You think you, and especially when it's about you don't have a mask well, on and the, you're here and we're outside. The problem
0: too is we we actually touched on this uh, quite lengthy today on, on Garage Logic, but part of what's going on, and I, I have talked to someone uh, that is that works in the profession, mm-hmm. and she basically told me. Cases are up. Mental illness is at an all-time high. Sure. And she said people are – they're cracking. People yeah. are losing it. Yeah, I don't and it's a it. multitude of things. Yeah. It's financial mm-hmm. uh, because, every, as we know, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything costs more. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it's a lot of different things. You know, A lot of families are, are in real struggles right now because of that, because of money, because of stress, because of whatever else. And people are just starting to crack. And um, I don't even know where I was going to go with that. But in any event, so that's why I think – I just try to maintain a, a chill profile, especially when I'm in public, because you never know when someone else is going to snap like you were just You just suggesting. have no idea. Yeah.
1: And, you know, one thing, too, with social media, and this is not a rip on social media, but I don't think it should be around. I really don't. I don't. because It's very in, destructive. Yeah. In the past... When someone got shot in St. Paul, it would make it into the Star Tribune or make it in the Pioneer Press, and you'd read about it the next day, right? Now, when someone gets shot in Sheboygan or gets shot in South Korea or whatever it is, you you just see every story, and you're thinking, wow, we're falling apart. Maybe, just maybe, it's the exact same amount of stuff that's happening— we just now see every single thing. We have aggregate news aggregators that just tell you all the bad stuff. And you never get those great stories. The newspaper used to have to fill some of their pages with great stories. Little Timmy won the award for the science fair. Now they don't have to do that anymore.
0: I would normally agree with you that we are exposed to much more media than I think we should be. Mm-hmm. Um, because I even find myself, it, once we're done with the show on Friday, yeah, off. Unplugged. I'm, yeah. not, I'm yeah. not reading news. I'm not watching news until Monday morning. Joe hates it that I admit that, but I'm, I'm sorry. I need a break for yeah, it. you need a little break. But we had a startling revelation on the show today because of the tragic events that took place in Buffalo, New York over the weekend. We now have 202 mass shootings in this country this year, mm. which that is just, and it if just I, unthinkable.
1: Remind me of the definition of a mass shooting It's three, three, three or, or more. more. Okay, three, three or, or more. more. And so, but you got to you know, sorry, statistics. Sorry, three
0: or more that does not include... The active gunmen. Okay, so yeah, three so victims, three victims or more. Yes, okay, yes.
1: so but you got to remember that could be: Hey, I'm at a party, everyone's getting drunk. Uh, I get mad at Tony, and then I shoot Tony and four True. other people. True. It, it might not be. Uh, I'm going into a synagogue and trying to kill people. or I'm going into True. whatever. It's. I wonder how many, um, how many of those two hundred and two you said. Yes, are people that are not related to each other I that don't know that. each other? Yeah, because that's that. that's an inter- That's much more of a telling fact or uh, statistical point, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's just some dude shooting his buddies because they robbed him or whatever it is, it's like okay, I I don't want that to happen, but that's a little different situation of than just people going into a grocery store and losing their minds. Do you mind if I change topics? Sure, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about something.
0: Well, better. you know, we made our bread and butter talking about beer for so mm-hmm. many years. We on did. the show, and, and I I still think that that is. That has a role on this show as, oh, yeah. well, as well. And I ran across something, and I immediately wanted to tweet this out because I wanted to bring this up with you okay. on our show. So uh, I was at one of my favorite places, Hy-Vee. I love hy Okay, I, I I just love it. And she always makes fun of me because I drive out of my way to go there. She says, there's a grocery store right down the street. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't care. It's not Hy-Vee. It's not hy I'm IV. going to right. So anyway, because I like when I can go in and buy all my groceries, my vitamins, whatever I need, and mm-hmm. then get shoes.
1: If I need shoes. Do do they have shoes at Hy-Vee? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I I guess I didn't know that.
0: You can buy clothes. You can buy all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's great. So anyway, I'm walking by the the cosmetic area where you buy the shaving stuff and you buy the deodorant and all that. And I was walking by to go get whatever I was going to get. And I stopped and went, hold up. Wait a minute. minute." (laughs) Something ain't right here. And on the shelf, I did a double take and I saw the the infamous bush beer logo mm-hmm. right and i thought well why they can't beer they can't sell beer here that's got to be in the liquor store yeah it's got to be in
1: the separate part yeah it was soap bush beer bush soap
0: bush beer mountain sized beer soap huh. refreshing sandalwood scent oh well, that sounds good and i thought okay that this is worth this is worth a tweet so i okay. snapped a little photo and i the caption i had was the official soap of you seriously need to consider going to treatment. Yeah. <laughs> that was my caption, right? Well, then I get a, a reply from my buddy Kyle, who says, I actually have this soap. Really? And so I I was at a meeting last night, and he happened to be there. And I said, please tell me you were kidding. It we wasn't you... an AA meeting. It no, was no, no. no. It was, yeah, okay. it was a baseball yeah. meeting last night. And he said, I, Reeves, I, I, I wasn't kidding. I, I, I actually I, I have that soap. I mean, that's kind of cool, right? But I'm thinking, does so do you smell like, I asked him, I said, do you smell like Beer all the time. He said, "No, I, it it smells like soap. It's, it's just Sandalwood. got a bush. Yeah, it's, it's just Sandalwood got a bush flavor. logo on it." And I thought, "Well, then they're geniuses because they're taking what normally would probably be a two dollar
1: bar of soap, they're packaging Bush beer mm-hmm. on it, and they're mm-hmm. selling it for eight bucks." I don't know why more companies don't do that. Right? I mean, why doesn't? Bush also makes snowboards because they're like the Bush Mountains, and like maybe they do, maybe they do. Like, mm. why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they just say? Why wouldn't they just become quite the conglomerate Let's and just what do else everything they sell on their website? I don't know. I, I have a strange feeling they don't sell many other things besides Bush beer. Hmm. Are you a Bush drinker?
0: Uh, Bush light. Well, here, here's what you have to consider: yeah. when you are involved with amateur baseball, whatever park you're going to, they sell Bush okay. light, and that that. Pretty much in this state has been adopted as one of the most favorable um, light light beers of amateur baseball. It, it did. Okay. Oh, so yeah.
1: I, the other day, I, I mowed my yard, right? Nice. It was kind of hot outside, and my girls were sitting in the kitchen. I walked in. I grabbed, I, like, I never drink at home. I mean, hardly ever drink at home. Sure. And I grabbed a, a Ham's beer, which I love, a can of Ham's, and I did one of those, like, full-on, just mowed the yard, guzzled this beer down, right? Okay. Okay. And my girls looked at me like I had just strangled a puppy. I'm like, "What?" And they're like, uh, "Drinking beer much?" I'm like, "I had. You've seen me had one beer in this house in the last two months. I think it's okay if I slam one down and I'm sweaty." I said, "I told those girls they've never worked as hard as I did mowing that yard ever right. in their entire lives. So they were, um, you know, they don't understand." The love of having an of after-mowing beer, right? So
0: I happen to be uh, on their website, and they sell, obviously, clothing, hats, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And uh, they sell tap handles. They sell all sorts of stuff uh, on there. Which, by the way, that's always cool when you go to somebody's garage, their man cave garage, and they've got the personalized handle.
1: That is cool. Handle. That
0: is so cool.
1: I want to set that up. Like, I, I have a little setup. I'd like to do that. I can't go through that much beer though. That's my problem uh, yeah, too. A little and quarter keg would go bad in 5 days or something. Yeah. I'm not going to drink a quarter keg of beer.
0: No, no. And that, right. Otherwise then you would you'd be having to do what my tweet says. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would have
1: to like say, "Okay, and now, now I got
0: to step back from the drinking." Um, so you mentioned TikTok. Yeah. The video you sent me absolutely made my day.
1: Oh, that's yeah, that so describe if, it.
0: it. It's a great video. It's how old are the girls, do you think? I don't know. They they can't be. What are they? Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe around around mm. ten years old, and this poor kid is looping really bad. Got the bad swing in baseball. He's he's up at the plate. Oh, right? I thought it
1: was two girls. It's two boys. Yeah, I think it's two boys. Yeah. I, well, oh, I don't know. Okay. Two girls. Well, the kid doesn't matter. See, I They're didn't want to gender them. I didn't want to
0: gender. Sure. They are they. up at the plate. <laughs> oh. So uh, they are swinging the bat, and it's clear that the kid's really struggling to make contact with mm. the ball. So two strikes go by. The catcher gets up because mom is videotaping mm. this and telling the kid to choke, choke, choke up, up on the bat. On and the bat. and yeah. clearly the kid doesn't know what that means. Mm-hmm. So the catcher stands up and adjusts the kid's hands, and of course the next pitch, Hits he connects it. it and gets a hit. And I thought, yeah. okay, that's fantastic. is that I'm sure some parent complained that, why are you helping that kid yeah, out? Yeah. I guarantee it happened. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not too, I but not. I have such little faith in humanity. Um, but that, that absolutely made my day. So thank you very much for sending that to me over the weekend. That was I had cool. A,
1: a moment, you're welcome. I had a momentary, um so I was at volleyball games all weekend, right? My yep, kids are playing yep, volleyball, yep. so it's a tournament that lasts literally all weekend. I'm in and out of work, like I'm going to work for five hours, going to volleyball for two hours, going back to work for three hours, whatever. And there's a team of, in volleyball, everyone sits together, both sides of the sure. You sit on one end of the court and you sit together. And this guy is just screaming no, and he's not he's not doing anything wrong but like when our team's getting ready to serve he's going okay let's go side out come on let's go it's like okay uh we're You're not at a 12. That. Yeah yeah, yeah bring at it down and I'm and so I'm, I'm I'm texting the person I'm sitting next to and I'm like I hate this guy like my I'm at the level of hatred to this guy I'm sure he's a fine guy he just wants his kids to do well mm-hmm. but he's just yelling loudly like right behind me for the other team and I, I had to say to my kids and, and to the and to my family that was there, I'm done. I'm not going to these games because I can't. I'm going to be the guy who gets punched in the face, and I don't want to be the guy who gets punched in the face, right? right? I don't want to be the guy who says, "Hey, idle down. It, this is a 12 year old's volleyball game. And I, like it doesn't need to be this."
0: I've oh. been hearing this for a while, and it's basically it's it's true that parents are single handedly ruining youth sports. Yes, they they, they yeah. are. They yeah. just are, and not again, not all of them. But there's a there's a complete reason why there's a lack of umpires. We've talked about this yeah. before, but there's a there's a reason for that, and because I know a lot of people that do ump, they mm-hmm. that, that do ref and they've just said I'm not hell with it. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I I don't blame them. I don't. I've been asked a thousand times, and I will not do it. Sorry, I'd, I I would never do it. It's not it's not worth it. But um, well, then you'd have to watch more baseball games. So <laughs> so my boys are starting to get involved in sports, mm-hmm. and this past uh, Sunday. My youngest was playing a flag football game. He's seven. Yep. And the coach from their team was getting mad at my son's team because he thought that they were being too physical. Because there's a lot of rules. Obviously, you're not allowed to tackle. Mm-hmm. You're also not allowed to stiff arm. There's a lot of things you're not okay. allowed to do. But you got to keep in mind, these kids are seven. Yeah, like they're, they're just they don't have they're body gonna control. be seven years old. Yeah. And the other coach went nuts on my son's coach. Really? And I and I'm standing there. And I looked at my wife and I said, "They're really arguing about this." Yeah, a seven. And then I thought, "I'm not getting involved. I'm not one of the coaches. I'm just a parent here observing." And I thought, "I'm just going to sit down and I'm not going to intervene. I'm just going to chill."
1: Do you think it would be better or worse if women had to coach? What if the moms were the football coaches? Ooh,
0: I think it would. Well, I I don't know. It could be just as bad. I I guess I don't know because moms tend to be a tad bit more protective Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. boys, (laughs) yeah, as I know very well uh, firsthand. But then what what made it even worse is he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop like muttering because they're mm-hmm. on opposite sides of the field. Yeah. And finally I must have been standing next to his or near his wife because he turned around and he said, Where are these kids from? And she said, I think they're from Belle Playing. And I'm thinking, dude, you need to chill. Yeah, relax. So finally I heard him say after the game was over that. Because there's, I think there was three guys involved, and he just basically looked at one of the other assistant coaches and said, "Yeah, I'm really sorry for for getting so hot. I just, you know, I'm I'm thinking, bro, you you really need to not be involved yeah. in, in this capacity. Yeah. So if you're it's too passionate, too if it's you're too, too
1: passionate,
0: something's wrong. I'm I'm fi- No, no, I, I disagree with that. It's fine to have a ton of passion, sure. but you got to control your emotion, especially yeah. with young kids like that. Because what happens is these kids get burnt out. Way too easy, especially the ones that are involved in one sport Mm -hmm. year round. Mm -hmm. You just you can't you can't be like that or they're
1: not going to want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, this this one sport thing, I think, is is ruining a lot of things because kids are just I mean, my kids are spending way too much time, way too much effort on volleyball. They really love it. Right. And they're Mm. getting a little bit of props because they're kind of good at it. Right. And and all of my kids are in it. But it's like, okay, well, what about golf? What about gymnastics? What about something different?
0: Right. And you know who will tell you that, by the way? Pro-athletes.
1: Pro-athletes. They will yeah. say,
0: no, you should not play one sport year-round. Mm. Even hockey, because yeah. I know that's huge here, but you can't play one sport year-round. or Otherwise, do all kids get burnt out to play one sport year-round? Of course not. No. But the chances of that happening are far
1: greater than the ones that don't. And the worst part is, is if you get talented out, meaning you you just don't grow fast enough or whatever for your sport, then all of a sudden you've committed to this sport, and then you're not good at it when you're 14 because you're 5'2 instead of seven. And you five haven't foot been playing anything else. You have nothing else right. to back it up. And then you're thinking, oh, I don't even want to try to do something else because those people have been playing for seven years. Right. It would become really difficult. I did... Um, when my daughters started to get a little older, they said they wanted to play hockey. So I, I took their skates and I I ran them across the driveway really hard, right? I just scratched up their blades really badly on, on the asphalt driveway. And then we went skating and they could barely do it. And I said, this sport is not for you. I was so excited that you were going to become hockey players, but you can't even skate. You guys are horrible at this. So I had to beat it out of them because the last thing I wanted them to do is become girl hockey players because I'm not going to go sit in some Arena when it's two degrees all summer long and watch them skate. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Well, and so my I have a, I have a good friend who who's all his kids play hockey uh, and he didn't he didn't know what a hockey puck was when we were buddies in college. Yeah. You know, but but again, it's like well, his kids really were passionate about it and were interested in it, and then he just said, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, but then you're stuck. And, and then he, you're stuck. You should see the texts I get. Oh, it's <laughs> so horrible. He will even say. Yeah, I sure wouldn't want to be on you know it'll be eighty one degrees outside and a perfect day. He said, "Yeah, sure wouldn't want to be on a boat right now as he's in some rink in you know Alexandria or whatever there or, freezing wherever he freezing. is." Yeah, exactly. I don't know how people do it. All right, so there was a story I wanted to get to, and mm-hmm. I have a feeling that you and I are going to have differing opinions on this. This will be interesting. There was the story. I believe it was was it late last week of the gentleman who was on a single engine plane. Mm-hmm. The pilot. Uh, did, did the the pilot fell unconscious. Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, and he, then just, he just wasn't feeling well. He landed the plane mm-hmm. with with no problem, no injury. One of the passengers landed. What oh, sorry? Yes. One of the passengers yeah. then then landed the plane, and uh, you're, you're pretty marvelled at this.
1: I think uh, you know it was. I'm reading the story. A 39 year old flooring salesman, right? That the pilot says, "Hey guys, I just got to let you know I don't feel very good. I got a headache. I'm fuzzy, and I just don't feel Flag right." Flag number one. Right. That's not good. And uh, they said, you know, what do we need to do? And then when they asked that to the pilot, the pilot didn't respond. So at some point in time, they pull the pilot out, and it's from the Bahamas to Florida, right? The the flight originated in the Bahamas and and landing in Florida. And they pull the pilot, and this 39-year-old stud hops into the pilot seat and proceeds to throw on the headphones— communicate with ground control. Ground control has to figure out what plane it is because they can't figure out where they are. So they're sitting at like 9,100 feet. And he says, you know, go down a thousand feet. He goes, well, how do I go down a thousand feet? And the guy's teaching them how to do it right in the Cessna. And then they can see by asking him to go up and down, they can track and figure out what plane it is. And he did a relatively perfect landing. Mm -hmm. And they, they asked him, like, were you nervous? He goes, well, I didn't want to die or crash. It wasn't even a thought that I had. So I just went ahead and did what they told me to do. And it just kind of all worked out. And the guy that was helping them, he did something kind of neat. The, the, they, the guy, the air traffic controller was also a certified flight instructor, right? So he knew that plane, and he pulled it up so he could see what the, the gentleman was looking at on the, the cockpit, right? And he mm-hmm. said, on your left hand, you have this switch. Lower that down. And he, the guy just did it, and he did it perfectly and landed this plane relatively perfectly. And you could hear some of the videos where people are like um, – who, who like commercial airline pilots are like wait he did what he landed a caravan Cessna caravan by himself I mean it was unbelievably cool and the guy said well I, I didn't want to die so I, I'm gonna go ahead and do this right and but even when he started he he, he that one of the first things he said is hey I'm maintaining 9100 feet and he like did everything kind of like what a professional pilot would do and I think that's really 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 cool
0: you know what what I don't believe that he didn't have any flight experience why? Because he landed it perfectly with, that's the cynic in me. I know. Really? I, 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 I Joe, you should hear what Joe says to me about my cynicism yeah. when we're not recording the show.
1: He said, you don't believe anything. And I said, I know. I know. I, I don't believe okay, anything. Okay, he, here's <laughs> why I, I believe that he did that. Okay. One, there's not a company name anywhere. Right, it's not sponsored by whatever flight school. It's not sponsored. Usually, when you become cynical, when someone has some financial gain, but this guy didn't oh, want I his name let out. I mean, we do know his name now. Didn't want to say anything about it. Um, you know, it, it wasn't sponsored by uh, Avionics Flight School. Mm, you know, it true. has no. There was no financial benefit to. So him. you're
0: thinking he was doing, he, but it's not like he was set to gain. Fame and fortune, like winning the lottery and wanting to remain anonymous in this regard, right? Yeah,
1: but he just, you know, he does, he's a flooring guy. He just didn't want to die. That's, you know, remember Scully, right? The guy who landed the plane. Yeah, for sure. And everyone's like,
0: now that impresses
1: me. Is it? Yes. Does it? Why? That story drives me nuts. It does. Why? You know why? What else was he going to do? He didn't want to die, right? He's a professional, highly skilled pilot. He didn't do anything heroic. Yes, he, he did. He,
0: he he landed a damaged plane in the middle of New York City. He used the skills that he's developed
1: over his lifetime okay, to not
0: die. So you didn't go watch it, the Tom Hanks movie in the I theater. did not
1: watch it, but I, I get the concept. It's like, oh, this is problematic. I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to try to not die. Heroes jump on their grenades so others don't die. Scully said it didn't matter if he had an empty... Okay, wait, let me ask you this. Do you think he would have done something different if there was no one in back? Or would he have done the exact same thing to not die? Mm. Of course he would have done
0: the exact same thing. He doesn't want to die. But in this, in the two scenarios playing out, mm-hmm. the one that we were just discussing, yeah. it was him and this other pilot. Sully's in charge
1: of 300 whatever people also in addition to his own existence so he, he might have said i don't want to die a super lot and i surely don't want to kill 300 other people right but first and foremost i don't want to die first <laughs> so i'm going to use all the skills that i possibly right, have right. to land this and you know he was highly skilled i'm not saying he's not a good pilot or a skilled pilot but heroic well he didn't he didn't Land on, I, 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 I just don't know how to say it, right? When a, Whoa. when okay, let me put it this way. Sure. When a firefighter's standing there staring at a fire and someone says, my kid's up there on level two, and that person goes in, that's heroic because okay. they're risking their life. Right. Uh, it, 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 he could just stand out there and say, well, let's try to squirt it from the ground here. We'll try to squirt a, the hose up into the second floor to save your child. That is a heroic thing because he's taking a real risk. Scully just did Sully, Sullenberg, Sully, yeah, i was yes. calling him Scully from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Sully, Sullenberg, he just did what he had to do. He just did what a great pilot would do. And God bless him. Good for him. Hero. Uh-oh. He doesn't fall into that. Wow. I don't know. Okay, that seems uh, that seems pretty self serving that he wanted to live. (laughs) I still like him. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a fantastic pilot. Here, I thought I was being mean. My God, well, I'm not mean. I'm not mad at him, and I think he would be the first. Actually, in fact, I think I saw an interview view where he said he's not a hero. That's what we're trained to do. You know what? I do remember him saying yeah. that. So if he you're agrees right. with me, yeah, I guess I'm guess going right. to go ahead and say, good. Because yeah. now,
0: now I do remember yeah. him saying that exact same thing. Because he did,
1: uh, what else was I supposed to do?
0: Right. right? The alternative was not good, right? Yeah, yeah yes. I get, I get yeah. you.
1: Okay, good. So uh, I'm glad
0: we're on the same page. we need to discuss one of your favorite people on the planet, Elon Musk. I like him. Uh, and I'm starting to become a huge fan of him as well, by the way. And here's why I like him. I like him because he doesn't cater to the mob not even not even remotely close. That's what I like yeah, about him. Yeah. And I like that he kind of flies in the face of of what that party typically represents mm-hmm, cuz mm-hmm. he even said today, I think it was I think it was today, he said, "Listen, I've been voting for Democrats my entire life and I think that that might change just because yeah. I don't like what's going on here." In any event, um he th- there's an issue with his potential acquisition of Twitter. And I believe it is because They need to prove, they being Twitter, need to prove that, is it less than 5% of the accounts are not fake before
1: an acquisition can take place? Yes. To which I say... Best of luck to you. Good luck. Right? What do you think it's actually going to be? So they're going to come up with a real percentage, and he's going to say, "Oh, you know, I was willing to accept five percent fake accounts for forty-four billion dollars, mm-hmm. but if it's ten percent, then I'm paying four million or four billion dollars too much. I should maybe pay four forty billion, right? But if it's thirty-five percent or forty percent, which it very well could be that high, then all of those people that had been that had owned that stock in the past." have huge potential lawsuits yes. to anyone who is running Twitter and falsifying these numbers, right? Cuz that that first of all Musk will say, "Okay, I'll, I'll give you 10 billion for it, or 15 billion, because the value is nothing now. The stock's going to be valued at nothing." He could just say, "Oh, let this burn." I, I was buying stock at uh, whatever he was buying, uh, 25, and it's going to go down to 10. I'll buy it all up then. I'll mm-hmm. buy it in, in the free for, market for a fraction of what I was willing a to pay for it. And, and, and everyone who's running Twitter is gone. You not only gone, but might face criminal charges for fraud.
0: And they'll, they'll leave the, like, like rats leaving a sinking ship. Oh, my God. And it it just, it just makes, the whole situation makes me smile and laugh.
1: It's it's crazy. I I like everything about him. I'm not a big fan of his girlfriend's name. Which one is it now again? Grimes.
0: I thought they separated.
1: Well, really?
0: Okay. I don't know.
1: I I don't know that. But I do know that at one point in time, he looked at a girl. He called his buddy. You know what he did? He's like, hey, Reavers, guess what? What's up? I got a date with Grimes tonight. Okay. And, and Reavers had to say, wait, like, what's her first name? Grimes. Oh, you mean like Cher? She just has one name. And he goes, yes, but it's Grimes. Because I guarantee you, if we lived together and something was dirty, I'm like, honey, you, you left the kitchen all grimy, is what I'd say. <laughs> and then then that's why my relationship with Grimes would be short-lived. My God, he has a long Wikipedia page. I'm trying to scroll to the bottom to find Grimes. Well,
0: because it does list her on here uh, personally. I think
1: she's isn't she the father or the mother of his children? Doesn't he have children with her? Uh, in May of
0: 2018, Musk and Canadian musician Grimes revealed that they were dating. Grimes gave birth to their son in May of 2020. According to Musk and Grimes, his name was X. A-E-A-12. However, yeah, yeah. the name would have violated California regulations as it contained characters that are not in the modern English language, <laughs> uh, or excuse me, English alphabet, and then, and that was then changed to X-A-E-A, okay. Yeah. In March of 2022, Grimes said of her relationship with Musk, quote, I would probably refer to him as my boyfriend, but we're very fluid, end quote.
1: She's okay. pretty. I'm looking her up online right now. Okay. She's pretty. Sure. When she's not dressed like a, she kind of has a goth she's look She's got the goth look to her, But yeah. at other times, she just has normal-looking, non-goth look. But I just, I don't know. I, I could see Cher. I could see if, not me dating Prince, but I could see someone dating Prince, right? Those are cool names. Sure. But if you're going to have one-word names, like it would be naming your child Scummy. I wouldn't just call her <laughs> Grimes. She's too pretty to be a Grimes.
0: It's just the actual name that you have an issue with. Yeah, Not that it's actually a now that I looking version. at her, she's
1: quite pretty. I sure. get why he would be attracted to her, but I, I guess I, I would miss that.
0: But I, you, you're you're glossing over the 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 bigger news. What's that? As as it pertains to Elon Musk. Oh, is there? I don't know if you saw the uh, the headline, but Elon Musk's mother is going to be the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue
1: cover model. Uh Wow! Wow! I, I, um, I okay. so because she's pretty too. Though, she right? was a model when she was okay, younger. because I, I do remember her being pretty.
0: In fact, because we talked about this briefly during GL, but John looked it up, and I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe there will be four different cover models. Okay, uh, one of them is Elon's mother. Mm-hmm. One of them is uh, oh shoot, I just spaced on her name. But anyway, they're gonna have four different um, swimsuit models. I don't know what that means. I don't know if there's four separate issues. I haven't I haven't received Sports Illustrated as a publication in years.
1: Well, as soon as the internet kind of came in, you you didn't need to wait for that time till no. it came out. You're like, I can just go look. Um, w- all I have to say is, I she's she's a mature woman, beautiful. Yes, just yes. I mean, you could absolutely tell she was, um, and still is quite the the beauty. But yes. Um, oh, isn't that cool? That's a that's a great thing. Uh, you know, well, Sports Illustrated. That's that's a
0: brilliant move because it's a he one. he is obviously he's been hot a hot button uh, talker mm-hmm. these last couple of weeks, and in in addition to being you know extremely successful, but that's that's brilliant marketing for Sports Illustrated. Seventy
1: four years old and she looks stunning. Yeah, right. She yeah. just looks great, and you know I kind of appreciate that. That if I'm not mistaken, was it last year that they had the first a uh, transgender swimsuit I can't model? It was one of those. So I think somebody at Sports Illustrated said, we need to do something pertinent. Otherwise, no one's going to care. If we just throw another True. Kathy Ireland on the cover, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that say, oh, Kathy Ireland's pretty. But they're not going to talk. They're, no one's going to go buy Sports Illustrated for it. Right. I feel bad for publications like that because I used to love getting... Um, you know the baseball magazine that I'd get, and Sports Illustrated, and you'd sit down and you'd actually look at it, and that's they'd have a story that was new that wasn't just tweeted out mm-hmm. two minutes after it happened. Because right. now you can't invest in writing a story because all someone has to do is t- send out a tweet, and then
0: there the it story's is. gone. There's right? Any,
1: any amount of work you worked on it is just gone. But there yeah. have
0: been outlets that have have been able to capitalize, you know, on modern technology in that regard. I mean, I'm. Thinking a lot, of it, like places like the Athletic, for instance, yeah. you know that that basically replaced Sports Illustrated because it's a, it's a one hundred percent digital format. There mm. is no publication; it's just all online on your phone. Because, sorry, but that's just how we consume media these days. Look at our, our show. You know, we used to be on an AM radio station, and now we're just we're a podcast. I miss that. <laughs> you know who doesn't? Joe, the guy that normally sits in that chair. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just I, I miss the fun of having. So a oh, little ahead, bit behind ahead. the scenes, right? In this podcast, you and I never stop. We don't stop the podcast and say, oh, I said something silly. Right. Let's rewind that. We've never done that in the history of doing that. And I think that's because we did eight years of radio where you just there was no stopping. Right. Yeah. You, we only you, had hit the dump button once. Yes. Yeah, so you only had the. D- I do remember one time, though, because we would you weren't always you couldn't drink beer because you were in charge of the show. Correct. Right. So but yep. we had like a green room with, you know, sometimes there'd be 200 beers in there. Right. For six people. We wouldn't drink 200 beers for six people, but people would bring a ton of beers. Right. And I remember one time you got up to use the restroom on a break and all of a sudden you weren't like coming back. And I thought, Uh oh it's going to quickly see my skills of how to run a show (laughs) are going to be shown. And I'm going to be just exploited for the moron I am. And then with like four seconds left, you come dashing back in. You're like, I knew exactly what time it was. It's it's ingrained in you. it's 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 radio clock brain. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, exactly.
0: Because during during commercial breaks in radio, you would often have to. Uh, go grab copy for a spot that needs to run, mm-hmm. or you would have to run to the bathroom, yep. or you'd have to go call
1: and, the next guest, go
0: get yelled at yeah. by your boss for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes, or, or or go get the next guest, yeah. or what have you. And so you just automatically know, okay, I four I have a four minute break or a five minute break or whatever it is, and you just know, okay, I I, I need to be back at at a certain time. Because I, think, I can even even when I listen to radio stations yeah. and radio shows or talk stations or whatever. I know exactly when they'll be back from break. Oh. So I'll go listen to a song or,
1: or do, make a phone call different. or do yeah. whatever,
0: and then I'll just know oh, they're, they're, they're going to be back here in
1: a minute. I think podcasts are fantastic. Obviously, this is one. Garage yep. Lodge is one. I think radio is always going to be around. I really do. I do, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I do, too. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something, but I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell you that off there. air. But <laughs> okay. oh, I remember what I was going to say. So speaking of inner workings, we, on Monday, yesterday, we got to meet uh, Brian the the GLer that won the trigger Guild. oh
1: fantastic I need to get his photo and stuff I, I okay. have it
0: so I I yeah, will I, I'm gonna I was right. gonna tweet it out and, and tag yeah. you guys in it as well but he couldn't have been cooler he oh, was a super so nice, nice guy been a listener forever good um one of these where he started listening to Joe because of his dad mm-hmm. you know like in the in the truck and so yep. that's how he got hooked on Garage Logic and anyway so you'll love this so he stops in yesterday maybe half an hour before we start recording the show. And so I was just here getting stuff set up for the show, having some lunch, and I heard Jess, our promotions gal, bring him down here and introduce him to Joe. Oh, hey, how are you? Nice, nice to meet you. This, that, and he wanted to. All he cared is he just wanted to see the studio.
1: Yeah, it's and cool. so yeah.
0: I, I kind of walked him through here as Joe was doing show prep for the for GL, and um, he just says, "Yeah, okay, see ya." I said, well, no, no, Joe, I'm 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 going to show Brian the studio, the studio yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And I thought I looked at him. I said, you're getting a taste of the mayor. You're getting a little bit of snub. <laughs> he, and he just said, he said, wow, he is exactly the same as he is on the show. I said, yeah, he that's he, it's
1: 100 authentic. There's no bit to it whatsoever. But it, anyway, yeah, he was really cool. I think when guys get to be not that Joe's old, but he's he's a little older, right? He's in his whatever, and they lose the pleasantries. Like for example, when I call my father on the phone. I'm calling my father. He doesn't answer hello. He answers with a conversation he's starting that he wants to have with right. me. And he goes right to, at the cabin, I had to draw, drag a dead deer. And it's like, okay, well, I'm calling to tell you that, you know, something else. But he just goes right into the conversation. And I, I know that when I walked in the studio today... We didn't. Joe and I didn't have any pleasantries. He's here for a couple of minutes when I get here, right? Yep, yep. He's in the show. He's, I got bare spots in my yard, <laughs> That's and a just thing goes he well, right to it. Not, hey, Fratelloni, how you doing? I, you know, and I, I, do the obligatory hello, Mr. Right, right. I don't right. actually say that, but I do something like that, and I laugh because. And now I find myself when I call my kids. I go right to. Did you clean your bedroom? Like I, I let's we're gonna we're gonna go right to the business portion of this conversation, <laughs> and maybe that's just how it is. Right. right. And he Joe's been a professional at that for years and years. But and
0: it, years. it is funny. I mean, I walked you in here after I went outside and got you, and it wasn't two seconds. Okay, so I got these bare spots. Yeah, they're, yes. they're in my backyard. Blah, blah. It was just because he he even said right when we wrapped up, GL. First thing he thought of, because it, it was a conversation piece during the show. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he says is, what time is Frack getting here? And I said, well, he normally gets here around like 2 o'clock or so. And that's all that's, he so was that's, just waiting all till, that's on his mind. Till is he's two. sitting there until you walk in the door, and he's going to ask you a question about whatever. I
1: loved uh, Monday Night Sports Talk with Royce's oh, story of his sump pump networking. Is that Can that guy tell a story or what? He can spin a yarn. He is unbelievably talented at that. Yes. And and perfect example, because he started Monday Night Sports Talk off with, I got a story to tell you about it. I mean, it just, he didn't, there was no pleasantries. There was like, hey, what's going on? Are you going to watch nope. some games? He went right into a story. And if you haven't listened to it, you just go to GL page, right, wherever your, your podcast aggregator is and listen to it, because it is a wonderfully funny story. Yes. It was great. But my, and I, I don't recall if I mentioned this
0: on the sh- on the show itself, but my favorite part of the story in which, and if you haven't heard it, uh, so Royce's power goes out, and, and seven years ago he also lost power, mm-hmm. and and it was for several days, yeah, and so days his whole him. basement him. flooded. Him. So that's all he was worried about because it wasn't cheap for him to repair that. So that's all he's thinking about is I got to get this water out of the, the you know the <laughs> the what sump pump is it? hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there yeah. there you go. But he managed to, in the frantic state that he was in, in from carrying water to the bathroom or what or, yeah. or no, excuse me, the laundry room sink. He managed to find time to tweet about yes. it. Yes. To which that if that doesn't yeah. explain Roycey in a nutshell, I don't know what will. That is just perfect. Yeah. Right. And I just thought I don't know why that's the part that that makes me smile, but that's because that's Pat. Yeah, That's 100%. Pat,
1: it's so great. He tells a great story, and and, and he got it figured out. And I, I was as I was listening, I was like, because he has a um, like a a, a watchdog. It, it's a battery powered backup on his sump. So, oh, that's you, what it is. Yeah. So when your power goes out, okay, you 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 know. And Kenny was saying, well, the battery's dead, and Joe was saying the battery's dead. It's like, no, that battery's supposed to be plugged into the wall, right? As soon as your power goes out, now the battery's fully charged. It's waiting there, fully charged, and it, the moment your s- sump pump starts to rise, the water starts to rise is you go ahead and the pump will kick on, right? But if it's plugged in and the power's out. Yeah, well, it's plugged in charging, trickle charging the battery all day, every day. Got it. So it's always and at some point in time your battery will get bad, but it might be 10 years. It might be a long time before that battery can't do anything, right? Okay. So it should have like everything he was talking about, like, that should have worked. There should be nothing that that it, it, nothing prevents that from working. So he had it right. Everything he was doing was right. But I so it was it was frustrating because now I wanted to go over there. And say, well, let me look at your pump because something's but then you made a good point. Like, I don't want to be part of this. No, I, th- Kenny was like, I don't want to be well, part of this. That's why I said, yeah. let's pawn him off and fret alone, then yeah, so we're like, done with it. You know, like yeah, let Mike I, deal with I, it. In my brain, I was listening to it like at <laughs> two o'clock this morning. I was thinking, I should've he should have called me. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want somebody to call me. I don't want anybody no, to do that. Yeah, you stay and, home, leave you, me out yeah, of this. So I don't Gracie. need to know. I already have uh, so I had this great experience, at you know, new house, right? And and um there, there's it's a walkout, right? So and we got a little rain and it kind of backed up Ooh, into the house, right? Yeah. So because we have this drain that had a bunch of leaves in it, it pulled the leaves and it drained out, right? It, it was my fault because I bunch, uh, left a bunch of leaves there. So one of my daughters, I, I go into a room and I said, "It smells kind of musty down here. Is it, it's, it's? Have you seen any water come in?" She goes, "No, but by the back door that carpet's been wet for days." I said, w- "What?" She goes, Yeah, by the back door, like down where the thing is, like that's that carpet's totally wet. I mean, it's soaking wet. And I said, You you didn't want to like mention, mention that? that to me? <laughs> like in how long has it been? Well, since the rain. And this was like five days later. I'm like, okay, ladies, here's the thing. If part of the house is on fire, you go ahead and tell me. If something's leaking through the walls, you go ahead and just go ahead and tell me. I won't be mad, but Please just let me know. And I guess she just didn't think that. She's like, I, well, I just thought the water would evaporate or whatever and just slowly take instead of just mold out and rot out the basement. So I was, of <laughs> course, having to deal with that. And I and, and my wife was like, well, don't be mad at her. I'm like, I'm not mad. But of all the things, you know, you go ahead when you when you walk on that spot and your socks get wet, you go ahead and say, hey, dad, is this regular? I'm not a homeowner. I'm just a kid. I can't imagine that this is regular. We don't have a pool in our basement. Now, now it's this is going to be a segment. My kids get mad at me. At.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Your, your kids aren't going to be listening to our show. No,
1: they do. Oh, why well, make? It's like homework for them. I gotta make them sit down. They, they actually have to write a little story. So it's
0: funny. They they came up the other day. I, I I think we were recording the show, but Kenny had mentioned when we used to be on the radio hall when the girls would come in come mm-hmm. into the studio with yep. you. Kenny would set him up and put on a cartoon for him in the in the and Royce. In Royce, and Royce yeah, 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 exactly. So that they, they I see he's oh they were such cute little girls. Said, no, they're like young ladies now. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're getting old. He said, oh my God, we're all getting old. In fact, I got a text today, good friend of mine, whose son is graduating high school, and I'm thinking, oh my God, how did that happen? How how yeah. is he graduating high school? My yeah. nephew is graduating high school
1: this year. I'm thinking. I rem- you were just born five seconds ago. Like, what is going on? It was my nephew's birthday the other day, and I called him up, and I said, what are you, 21, 22? He goes, I'm 29. I said... You been able to drink for eight years? Like I, I'm really far off on your age. And he's like, "How did you think I was 21?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't really care. Right. You're a great kid, but I don't care how old you are." And I
0: don't keep track.
1: And I, I don't, barely I have, have no idea. I am. If I didn't log into Facebook, I wouldn't have known it was your birthday. Right. I don't have it in my phone or a uh, calendar. I don't do that stuff. <laughs> oh. That's it. Is bad when you're not good with dates because you do disappoint people on their birthdays quite well, often. And I
0: have a fairly decent memory, but. And dates for certain things, mm-hmm. you know, like your wedding anniversary, your wife, you know, like those kinds yeah. of. But it's other things where she'll say, "Well, don't you remember?" Okay, sure. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember
1: whose birthday that happened. I, I don't. I don't remember. Nothing's that worse than having a wife with a great memory because they don't forget
0: but anything. See, that's what's odd because I have a way better memory than my wife. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, not even close. And and but she remembers dates of things. A lot better than I do. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. But but as far as overall memory,
1: my, my, I have a way better memory than she does. So, I, something I've been doing lately um, is making my memory better because I, I've been able to remember people's names and I, I haven't really changed anything. I, my environment's changed a little bit, but I haven't been eating rice cakes for lunch. I mean, I don't know what it is. So I'm very excited because I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm remembering some people's names. I'm, I'm recognizing people out on the streets instead of like saying, I've never met that person. It's like, oh, you they were in your wedding. I'm like, oh, I should know them, right? So I'm, I'm something I'm doing, I'm gonna try to isolate my eating and, and resting because I think I'm really on the cusp of something great if I can figure out why my memory is all of a sudden starting to work. Okay, speaking of memory. Yes.
0: So I've been kind of frantic here mm-hmm. in the last minute or two. So the policy here at Hubbard is, you know, when a guest comes in, you are supposed to notify. We have we have new security yes. here at Hubbard Broadcasting. Yeah, a as a pretty as, secure as, facility. As yes. you're well aware yeah. of. And so – I, I don't know if you know this, but Minneapolis has had some crime issues yes. uh, yeah. recently. So anyway, so you're always supposed to notify security that you mm-hmm. have a guest coming in. So that way they can prepare a name tag and if they need to do a background check, which I don't think they do. But anyway, so I could – we're sitting here doing the show, and I see the subject line from the security team. It says guest, and I'm thinking – Oh crap, did I book somebody Ooh, for the show? Yeah, who do I have? And uh and then I'm thinking, oh crap, did, are they going to get mad at me cuz I basically just let you in the door yeah, every time? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I I have it established with management like Mike's not a guest. Well, I have a I actually have a pass. You have too. a pass yeah, yeah. and by the way, you are a you're part well, of sure, the show. Sure, yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting here freaking out going oh, crap, who did I... And she said, oh, I'm sorry, wrong, Chris. I was thinking, oh, that's All funny. oh right. well, that's, 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 that's great, but speaking of memory, I was thinking,
1: did I book somebody and forgot to tell Mike? One of my favorite stories of that security apparatus, right? So down in the parking lot, you walk through security, it's pretty tight, and I'm walking in one day to come do the beer show, and there's... A woman dressed like a clown, and she has this big gift basket. Oh, God. And she's saying to the person at security, hey, I have to give this basket to someone on 107.1, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I, And I can't remember what day part it was or who, who they were giving it to. And my thing, my little monkey brain says, oh, I'll take her right up there. And the security guard looks at me and says, no, you won't. No, you won't. She's not going in. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes it. That's the exact person you probably not. But my, I, I didn't even contemplate that this person you would were be an to be insane helpful. person. Yeah. I was just like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take her up. I'll, I'll get her right there. And she and the security guard looks at me like no. there is not a chance this person's getting past that door. The to, other thing
0: I love too is you know it's kind of complicated if you come through the the back security entrance because mm-hmm. it's a maze in this. In yeah, this building. you can't
1: just figure it out. I mean, yeah. I've worked here
0: for 15 years and there's parts of the building I still don't know how to yeah, get yeah, to. Yeah. But I remember. Uh, Somebody was was maybe gonna fill in or come on. I don't I don't remember the, the but I said oh it's super easy to get in here. You just go to the back desk and I'm thinking no actually it's not very no. easy to to get, to no. get up here. Then I'll take just come down and get you. And then yeah yeah. yeah. So anyway so that that uh, inside stories from from Hubbard Radio. Yeah isn't that anyway, cool? Yes, it's it you know I
1: was looking at the building today and it's it, and this has to be an older building but they maintain it like the the grounds are so beautiful. Yeah and if you don't know the the cool thing about the Hubbard Broadcasting Building is that it has that big radio tower and each one of the legs it has three legs so two of the legs one sits in minneapolis and one sits in st paul mm-hmm. in which i think is really cool
0: in fact the i don't know if you know that you mm-hmm. probably know this but the very main entrance at the front of the building where you walk yes. in the front door the mm-hmm. left door is in minneapolis and the right door is in st paul isn't that cool yeah.
1: and so uh, mr hubbard Mr. senior uh, or mr hubbard senior's father said let's do this cuz we're a twin cities Owned Station. business, yeah, and let's have it be split right in the middle. So I laughed when you said, "I don't know if everybody knows this, but there's crime in Minneapolis." Well, half of this building's in St. Paul. True. So there's crime all over, but this there's no crime at this building. It's great.
0: No, no, yeah, it, yeah we, In yeah. fact, it's yeah. I won't go into. It's a detail. beautiful area, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And,
1: and this this whole of University Avenue is looking better and better and better. It is starting to yeah. improve. I, I, really I think have it is. I have
0: yeah. noticed uh, some improvements re- recently. Anyway, so let's hope that that's a continuing yeah, trend. Let's, because, keep, let's keep that going. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please. Do us a favor and rate and review this show wherever you happen to listen and whatever platform you happen to be listening to. We really appreciate it because it helps spread the word and help others find the weekly scramble, part of the Garage Logic Podcast Network. His name is Mike Fredeloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will do this again next week. Until then, cheers.